it was a really good episode. I agree. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed one, it. This one is sort of part two of the one before it. Um, mm-hmm. Which is also but, pretty good. Which is also great. These two sort of combined, I think, are are, are pretty much you know, yeah, it's pretty much the greatest BSG stuff there is. Um, you know, the caveat there is it doesn't really stand on its own. It's 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 really great because of all the stuff that came before it. Yeah. But it's it's pretty spectacular. Um pretty pretty amazing stuff going on here. Um it was yeah, it was it was awesome. I, I it, it was awesome. Great, great stuff. BSD just carved in stone, one of my favorite shows of all time now. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I have to say, largely because of Felix Gaeta. Mm-hmm. Felix Gaeta just made this show for me. I'm telling you, but my favorite character by far. Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? Indeed. <laughs> who would have known that to ri- to who would who would rise uh, above the ranks and uh, to the top? And it was it was little little Felix Gaeta. Mm-hmm. Total. I don't know what they. I don't know. I don't know if they had this plan the whole time for him or what. But um, but it was pretty. It's pretty awesome. His story. His his story is pretty awesome. Uh, the whole. The whole. Yeah. The way they did it was was pretty great. Uh, a plus episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was surprised they. Uh, I was surprised they went with the, with the losing the legs plot. I thought that was kind of a lot to give him. Uh, and then and then they went here, which uh, really brought him to the forefront. So uh, he got he got way more attention than I thought he ever would. Um, yeah. So like, should we maybe summarize what's going on? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you really should know if you're listening to this. Yeah. So but, there's. Uh, I mean, it's not. You know, we we can probably we can probably skim over a lot of the details. Uh, the the main point is um they they uh <laughs> should I start from the beginning I don't know I, I don't mean know what the, to say in, here. A, in a in a nutshell the show is about this war between humans and Cylons which are, which is this artificial race of beings who now look like humans uh you really can't tell them apart uh, unless you're you know certain people right. But um, Baltar, that's what I was thinking about. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, basically, there's a war. The Cylons uh, blew up the home worlds of the humans, uh, the 12 colonies, as they called it, uh, reducing the human numbers to a couple, uh, couple, couple tens of thousands, and um, the, which set off the humans to basically be on the run for four seasons from the Cylons throughout space on their desperate search for a new world uh, to call their home. Uh, the first place they were trying to get to this whole time was Earth. Uh, they finally get to Earth and discover it's a desolated wasteland. Mega spoiler. Uh, yeah, Alert. huge spoiler. Uh, yeah, like that's pretty much the biggest spoiler. So. Just sort of uh, casually went into that, but yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, we gave the spoiler in the beginning, so we did. Uh, I know it's just it's it's amazing to me how much you can how much you can just kind of ruin in a sentence. Yeah, because uh, the whole from the beginning of the show for a very long time they're they're going to Earth and that's the goal and you're really wondering what's going to happen because you know 
we live on Earth, and so we wonder what they're going to find and how that's going to how that's going to work. And yeah, the the, the the planet's destroyed, and so that sort of sets off the uh, the events of this episode. Yeah. So basically, once they get to Earth, um, you know, getting to Earth with all the, the the hardships and trials and all that stuff, they basically team up with a with a splinter group from the Cylons. So you've got the you've got the the military and the government and the civilians who are on who are part of the fleet, um, all traveling with this this small group of Cylons who fractured off from the Cylons of a war. They all sort of have the same kind of goal. They all just kind of want peace or whatever. Um, and, but of course, uh, the Cylons being the you know ultimate enemy uh, from the humans, you know, destroying all their people. Uh, there's tons of civilians in the fleet and, and military personnel, people in the government, who obviously don't want this Cylon uh, alliance. Um, and so things really come to a head when the, uh, the military, led by Admiral Adama, uh, wants to upgrade all of the ships with Cylon technology so they can uh, travel faster uh, and hopefully, you know, basically means finding a home faster. Uh, and so this sort of coup... Um, gets started by, uh, I guess he's a communications officer or something like that? Yeah. Data, uh, who has this whole other backstory that kind of really gets started when, when the humans found uh, a planet to stay on. They called New Caprica, which was then, uh, which the Cylons found them on and basically held them captive and occupied uh, on that planet. And, you know, then, of course, they all escaped. Uh, but there's a whole backstory there that we can't, we don't really need to go into. But um, on this podcast, right? So there's only going to be one, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. that you know, so so basically, uh, Felix devises this plan that basically he wants to relieve Admiral Adam of command because at this point he believes Admiral is not uh, operating in the best interest of the fleet. Um, the Admiral uh, is basically in a relationship with the President, uh, Laura Roslin, who is dying from cancer and was the main proponent of this uh, prophecy that was supposed to lead them to Earth, which it did. It just was not it their did. salvation. <laughs> it was uh, just, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It, it just it wasn't their salvation. So she's, she sort of relinquished her, um, or I should say, you know, she, she's not following She didn't get points for being partially right. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. She just kind of threw it all out the window once it didn't turn out to be true. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's there's some there's some I think very um, reasonable apprehensions to how the government and military is being run right now. And Felix basically wants justice. He wants people to answer for what they've done, for what's going on. He wants to, you know, he wants things to sort of be right. Um, and so he he enlists the help of the vice president, who uh, vice president Zarek, who is this sort of um, zealot, almost this sort of uh, re- rebellious. I mean, what would you call this? Revolutionary. Revolutionary instigator. Yeah, you know, he, we originally met him. He was in 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 one of the one of the ships has like a like a jail, and. Uh, he he was on there and he he led a short. There there was an episode in the first season where he leads this little revolt. We get introduced to him and eventually he gets out. I don't even remember how that happened, but then he becomes vice president. <laughs> he he does yeah. have people who like him, um, but he's always been sort of in the background, uh, doing his own thing. And 
And in this, in this, uh, he he teams up with Gaeta. Uh, yeah, he's 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 before this, he's been pretty much the main opposition um, from the uh, you know against sort of the military. Um, you know, he's very much a man of the people, but he's you know he's he's definitely misguided, and 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 basically, you find on this episode, he's you know he's pretty pretty evil too. Um, yeah. He's sort of like one of those guys so. who uh, who who leads a revolution, but when they get in power, they become maybe even worse than the people they depose. And yeah. So, and and sort so of. he uh, he uh, he 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 realizes that the uh, the other leaders aren't going to fall in line with what he wants, and so he simply has them all killed. And and you realize it's. It's not about it's not about the people or democracy, but it's just sort of about what he thinks needs to be done. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I mean, the great thing about this this show, and specifically the last couple episodes, is I think the sort of dual perspective in terms of right and wrong, and what's going on, and what should happen, and what shouldn't happen. You know, the scene you're talking about when he. He basically, in the middle of this of this sort of takeover, uh, you know, Gaeta has successfully, uh, you know, gotten Adama off of the off of the helm, uh, you know, off of the the bridge or whatever. Uh, you know, in custody, he's taking control of the ship. Things are in li- falling in line. He's a large percentage of the fleet captains who were behind him. Uh, you know, they just want to sort of get things right. He wants Adama and the people who you know, were in uh, in power and control to have a trial and to answer for their crimes and be represented in this whole sort of, you know, so the right way to sort of do this this thing that may or not, may or may not be the right thing to do. Um, he, so so Gaeta's got that going on on the ship while Zarek, um went to talk to the leaders of the, the representatives of the, um, of the civilians um, who are basically sort of like Congress or, you know, they're the sort of uh, yeah. diplomats or whatever you might, you might, the analogy might be. He presents this plan to them uh, that, you know, Gate is basically the new leader. He's, Derek has sort of appointed himself the new president. Uh, and they basically uh, reject his idea and he has them immediately killed. Um, but but the thing about the, 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 the perspectives here is, you know, he says, you know, basically, Zarek is doing what it takes to to make a successful coup, and I think to to a large degree that's that's right. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna start a coup, you need to do it the right way, and that does mean killing people. You know, um, people who aren't going to get in line are going to get in the way of of your plan. Doesn't mean your plan's good, but it does mean you're exercising your plan, and I think that's that's the kind of thing Gata didn't see coming. You know, and that's what you see in this episode is yeah, Gata Gata wanted both to have a successful coup and to be morally righteous. And, um, and, and mm-hmm. Zarek, Zarek understands that it's really hard to have both, and, and he would rather have the successful coup. Yeah, yeah. Want, uh, Zarek wants to do this with a machete, and Gata wanted to do it with a scalpel. You know? Yeah. Like he, he wanted to walk this fine line between right and wrong, and Zarek just wanted to cut off everything that wasn't working and just keep going and move on. Uh, and that's what makes it really interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 ultimately, I think, uh, I think the the problem with this coup. It, it it just it it couldn't it couldn't maintain its righteousness, and uh, largely because of Derek. <laughs> yeah, largely because of Derek. Yeah, he he was definitely 
not not the guy to, that I would I would want to be in charge. Uh, and so, um, yeah, uh, I was really surprised they went that far. I couldn't believe he actually killed all of those people. That's the thing, like, they're in the, you know, anything can happen because they're in the end of the show. Yeah, I know. I guess I realize that. I guess all bets are off. But I just, you know, we've seen those those people for quite a while in, in their meetings and, uh, you know, having arguments over various issues. And I, I guess I, I just didn't think they could all die in one scene, but they did. They totally did. Uh, the, the, the episodes, this episode starts off with the last one left off, which is um, Admiral Adama and Colonel Tai, who was found to be a Cylon. Uh, he did not know he was a Cylon until very recently, uh, but he was, a, he was uh, allowed to remain, uh, you know, CEO of the ship. Um, but, uh, or is it EXO? EXO. EXO. Yeah. Um, and, um, so he and Animal Dahmer are in this, um, docking bay or something where, uh, the president and some other people are trying to escape the ship because it's, you know, being taken over. Um, and so he, he and, uh, Colonel Pike stay behind to, uh, make sure that the president's ship gets off Okay. And as they're, you know, firing against the, the, the guys who are trying to uh, stop them, you know, they throw in, they throw a grenade into the, into the sort of closed room. And that's how the, the last episode ended. And uh, so you think, well, is, is Ty and Adama dead? Uh, they could be. It's the end of the uh, show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe they, you know, you don't really think they're going to go out that way. But they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't. No. So, um <laughs> Uh, they kind of just get sort of stunned or hurt a little bit, but they but they don't die from that. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, we don't have to recap everything. I guess we can just talk about the cool stuff from the episode. Um, yeah. Uh, starting with... Well, uh, I was... Uh, so, so, you know, Rosalind gets on a ship and heads over to the Cylon, Spaceship that's with them, and uh, I, I was glad we got to see them again. Uh, kind of the Cylons have taken a backseat to the uh, to the human problems lately, um, and so uh, so uh, we got to see what what their deal is at the moment. And uh, they were on the verge of just running out of there, uh, but uh, but it almost saves the day in time. So anyway, whatever. I, I like that part. Um. Um. Yeah. So Rosalind goes over to the base ship. She tries to, you know, solicit the help of the Cylons to uh, buy some time for Adama, who she doesn't believe is dead, uh, to to take back control of the ship, um, which they they sort of agree to do for a little while. Um, there's a lot of obviously a lot of storylines going on here. Um. I'm trying to think of scene with one of the cool things I liked was um, they brought back the lawyer guy, fucking lawyer guy, uh, the guy with the fake cat, <laughs> the guy, yeah, spoiler alert, the guy with the fake cat. <laughs> Uh, That's a minor one compared to the Earth spoiler, but oh yeah, yeah. it is a spoiler technically. 
Um, yeah, yeah, he he's, so, uh, he was he was Baltar's lawyer in his trial, which for reasons that really shouldn't don't need to be included here, but we've seen him before. Yeah, yeah so he's a character who's been in the show a couple times. Uh, so they brought him back to be to do, basically to be the defense for Adama uh, because, uh, like we said, um, Gaeta wants to have a trial for Adama. Uh, so you know, which which is um, I think rational and appropriate um, in this situation. Yeah. Um, so that was in, that was that was interesting to see. But that Derek's going to be the judge, and he knows what but he wants course, to do. So Derek, yeah, Derek. When when Derek said he was the judge, that's when it's like, okay, well, how, you know. Yeah, does, it's hard does the defense to... even need to talk, you know, because yeah. Derek has already made up his mind. He wants it I'm a dead. It's hard to the believe it's going to be impartial. Him. The only thing at this point stopping him is Gata, so. Yeah. Um, one of the things. Yeah, you kind of wish he didn't have to team up with Derek to, to make this yeah. happen. Uh, well, see, what's interesting is I don't really think Derek, I don't really think for him it was really about, like, power necessarily because Gata came to him and was looking for a guy to pull this off and 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 Derek correct me if I'm wrong but Derek was uh, Derek was the one who was like yeah I'm one of the guys you need to help me too mm-hmm. like Zarek wasn't I mean he could have taken the reins from the beginning when Gata propositioned him for this uh, but he didn't you know and and all throughout the episode this episode when 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 you know, basically, he wants to do something Gata doesn't want him to. He basically lets Gata have his way. He does. He doesn't say, say, "Oh no, I'm just going to kill you, Gata. You're in my way too." Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he doesn't go that far with it too. So he's not like, he's not. The, the writers did a great job of, of of not painting him as this, this sort of totally evil, you know, ambitious, power hungry guy. He's got his morals. He's got he's got the things that he thinks is right and wrong too. He's just willing to go a couple steps further than than, than Gata is willing to go. Yeah, uh, he respected his collaborators, but I do I do think uh, I do think that you know he he has a vision of how he thinks things ought to be, and he wants to make that happen at whatever cost. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's I, I well, you can I, say that about almost anybody on the show. Yeah, right, but. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think Adama would have shot all of the quorum leaders, even if he was not willing to listen to their demands. You know, I I think I think uh, I think Zarek was a little bit more ruthless. Uh, he was definitely more ruthless, but I mean, Adama didn't listen to the to the people tons of times. There were, and there was you know there was a time when he had to send uh, his crew to a ship and the whole the whole battle on the ship. Uh, when they didn't, they didn't want the, they didn't want the people on the ship. I forget which episode that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, Adama has done some not so great things too. And and yeah. most recently, this coup. I mean, this sort of whole thing started because Adama was forcing uh, the ship captains, ship, ship captains to to upgrade their ships with silent technology, which they didn't want to do. So I mean, you know, and he was adamant about that. It wasn't like let's talk about it. It was like this is going to happen. So, you know, how far would that have gone? If they said, no, we're not going to do it, he would have sent military crew over there to do it anyway. Yeah. People could have potentially died. Definitely I, I, a different I, approach, but, you know. Yeah, I guess, uh, 
I feel like I feel like Adama's primary primary concern is um is is just uh you know uh pr- protecting uh everyone and 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 having having the uh ha- having uh, you know optimal conditions so that so that he can sort of defend everyone and I I feel like he's not particularly interested in in how the political system is set up uh, and, and that's the problem, I think. And I feel like that's what Zara yeah. cares about, you know, uh, much more so. Uh, I agree. I mean, and I think that's the problem is Adama wants to do whatever it takes to make sure people are, are safe and, and protected, but he's thinking about things from a, a largely military point of view, a militaristic point of view. Yeah, which I think makes and, sense. And I mean, that's, Which you know. definitely makes sense, but but doing that makes, basically means you're in a military dictatorship, which is yeah. really what what they've been in for a long time. Yeah. They've, had this, they've had this government that was, you know, that that did some stuff, but... It, it was, you know, it was they kind of a puppet government. Always, yeah, I mean, they basically always got, you know, vetoed by Adama and whatever he wanted, you know, Adama and, and, and Laura, whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. So, um, that, that That's the thing that really gets me is... is you know, nothing's really cut and dry, you know, in, in terms of the situations that are going on here. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of little things. And, and, and no one is really right, I think, in any of these situations. I don't, I, in my opinion, no one is, no one, I don't think, can say that they're sort of objectively doing the right thing. And you know what I mean? Because everyone's doing stuff that I, I think if you look at it, it's you know like Rosalind and her relationship with Adama not good. Rosalind leading all these people based on a prophecy that not everyone in the whole fleet believes in not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, that so there so there's the people who you know we like on the show who are the main characters are doing things that aren't necessarily you know um, the right thing to do. But I do think for most of all of the characters they are doing the things that they think you know is the right thing to do. And that's yeah. you know that's where the stuff that's where all the drama comes from is who's who's right who's wrong yeah they're they're trying they're trying they're they're trying yeah they 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 just don't agree and that's I guess yeah, yeah that's the problem I mean the 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 new Caprica story was was kind of like this in that uh, uh, Baltar was running for election on the promise of settling down on this planet that they found instead of going to Earth. And mm-hmm. uh, and Rosalind conspires to rig the election because she is pretty sure she's going to lose, uh, and she's right. Uh, uh, so that so that she can win because she believes that uh, uh, you know that um, that it's a bad the idea. Earth is a, yeah, yeah, exactly. They need to get to Earth. Yeah, that they need to get um, to Earth. And. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, eventually, that's not good. Eventually that, yeah, I know. It's, of course it's not good. Uh, yeah. Eventually the, the plot fails and, and Baltar's elected and, and they go down there and then and then the silence show up and it's, you know, a year of <laughs> a year of hell where uh, mm-hmm. things happen that sort of reverberate through the rest of the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, including now, um, uh, the relationship between Baltar and Gaeta sort of formed during that time. Uh, Gaeta serves as a kind of assistant uh, to to Baltar during those years. Anyway, um, uh, you know, I Laura was right. You know, it was bad that they stopped there, but she was sort of right for the wrong reason. <laughs> and it's sort of like it would have been better, I think, if they hadn't stopped there. But um, you know, 
nonetheless they wanted to. They democratically chose to. And so they sort of chose their own doom. And and, and the question is, do you you let people choose their own doom or or do you – or do you sort of impose your your will to protect them? And I I, I think that's tricky. I mean, I think I, I I see a real conflict. I just don't think it's I don't think it's that easy to just say, well, let them choose their own doom. I mean, I, you know. Well, it's definitely tricky. It's definitely you know philosophical, moral, you know, uh, elements here. Uh, I but I think at the end of the day. I mean, obviously, it depends on the situation, and these are obviously dire situations that they're in. The yeah, you're of, talking about sort of the last of, of humanity, and and I think, yeah. I I think uh, you know, being under a military dictatorship in those circumstances is, you know, probably the most reasonable circumstances to be under such a dictatorship. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that's the time where you. you you desperately need protection, and and people protection's who are... one thing, but I, I think the fact that the military doesn't know necessarily any better than anyone else what to do. Um, they're not trained for this situation. They're trained to protect and defend and explore and do all these things, but they don't have an intrinsic, uh, you know. Uh, righteousness or sort of, you know, the decisions that they decide to come up with aren't necessarily inherently right. So just because, you know, there's, you know, you know, basically the idea of staying on New Caprica or or, or leaving, leaving was was the better choice there because the Cylons eventually did show up. But but nevertheless, like you said, she was sort of right for the wrong reasons. I mean, it just so happened the Cylons showed up. They could have not shown up and everything could have worked out. You know, they could have been, you know, you know, what if they didn't stay on the planet? The silence. I, I mean, I basically think the silence would have caught up to them anyway, no matter where they went, because mm-hmm. the silence were searching for them. <laughs> you know, and right. they had been following. But it may them not have been exact because they wouldn't have been. You know, when they when they showed up, they had no escape route, and they ended up being trapped. And it, there. it could have, it could have been worse. They could have shot them out of the sky the next time they found the fleet and killed them all. Like you know, you can't really say which way it would have gone. You know, the other way. Uh, and that's the whole. That's and that's the quandary that you're in. Is you know the, the military and the and and Laura, and Laura you know they don't know what's going to happen any more than the people who want to stay on New Caprica knows what's going to happen. So that so for me in that situation, I feel like you know the people have a right to decide their own fate at some point. And I, I agree, uh, you know, largely that it's it's nice to have this sort of. Um, the you know the military dictatorship works to a certain degree, but at a certain point, you know, three it was like three years at that point or something, two years that they've been sort of wandering through the galaxy. You know, these people just want to settle down and try to have some normalcy, and I think they have the right to do that. And if they all vote and decide they want to stay, then and, it, and even if it's a bad decision, I think you let them do that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I, I because guess they don't because unless you know because they don't know it's a bad decision. They're taking a risk, and and at, you know, free will and free choice means you know you have the right to take that risk and say, okay, well we're going to settle here. If it's a bad decision, that it's a bad decision. But this is what we want to do right now. You know, obviously there's probably a ton of people who regret doing that, but you, I don't think you can sort of, you know, live in fear of making of making regrets. You know, when you're in a situation like this or making mistakes. Well, I'm just saying I I think the 
the the military do have some kind of authority on tactical decisions like what you know what equipment to put uh, on you know on on the ships but, in terms of yeah, but not, transportation not and stuff like that. Not when it's the equipment of the mortal enemy of your race, of your species, of the of the people who destroyed like ninety nine point nine percent of your people. I don't think I don't think the military gets to say we're just going to do this, you know, at this point in the story. There, but there's mean? a clear the beginning of the advantage. story. I mean, I, I, I definitely under, I definitely understand that. But like at the beginning of the story, when it's like we just got to get out of here, our planets have been destroyed, blah blah blah. Yes, follow the military, do what Adama says. Let's get moving, let's get going. I think that's fine. But at this point in the story, when they've been drugged from one star system to the next, over and over and over again. I think they have the right to say, the captains and the people on the ship have the right to say, no, we don't want silent technology. If that means the fleet leaves us behind, then that's what it means. You know, that, that's, my, that's my take. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, just, it's, hard, to let, it's hard to just let people, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I mean, you can say, you know, uh, that, that they don't know, blah, 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 but I mean, you know, there there are certain times where you know, where one person does does sort of have have a better perspective. You know, uh, um, a, a kid walking across the street or something. You know, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you tell them to do certain things because because you know that that you know on their own they won't necessarily recognize the dangers they're in and stuff like that. And and it's it's. Can just say, yeah, well, if they if they want to walk across the, point. the street, these aren't kids. These aren't kids, though. These are these are adults. These are these are adults who 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 should be able to make their own decisions. And like I said, Adam and the military don't know a car is coming. You know, they they might have a hunch. They well, the adult doesn't know that to... either. I mean, they're they're it's a precautionary thing to say. You know, look both ways or whatever. You know, it's 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 you you don't know, but there's there's a decent chance. I mean, they have okay. been attacked. Using using this analogy, at what point you know, at what point do you do you say enough is enough, and you let the kid cross the street? You know, like at what point do you say we're going to have to stop listening to the government? And do you just do you keep following this military? Do you it, it does seem like that, that point would have to come, but I I definitely I mean, that's think the, that's the whole thing. This they're is, not there the yet. Point, but no, that's that, see my thing is I feel I mean, like they their are numbers there. have this only dwindled. Since the since the beginning of, of the course. show, of course they've only dwindled. So under the leadership of whom? And well, it's not their fault. <laughs> well, that's the thing that you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say that you know Adama's leading these people and trying to protect him, and and he can't take the the blame for the lives that I mean he definitely feels the blame for the yeah. lives that that are lost. And I feel like he yeah. Needs to take well, he is he is to blame for certain for certain things, but um, in general, the fact that the numbers are dwindling, I, d- I don't I don't think is is, is his fault. I'm but, just saying th- this is the situation that's happened under his watch. So he he yeah. the responsibility is his. You know, it's not yeah. his fault, but it's his responsibility. And yeah. and that's the whole point of this episode. I th- or the, you know the, this point in the show is I I think this is the point where things. But could the civilians do better? This is the critical point. This is the critical mass where they're saying enough is enough. We're not, you know, we, we draw the line at you telling us we have to do, we have to let Cylons aboard our ship to do this thing. We draw the line at we have trekked all across the galaxy to get to Earth, and it, was, it did not work out. I mean, I think fundamentally in any situation like this, people have a right to say enough is enough. And this is why coups start. 
I mean, this this is this is how things like this happen. It's because the people say enough is enough. Yes, we need to trust the government, but when the government isn't doing what the people want it to do, the government needs to go. For right, for better or for worse. Yeah, you know? I, I just said, the government the government is there for the people. Yeah, I, I I just I think in this situation it's 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 a little bit different. Um. What do you, I mean, that's that's the situation that's going on here, though. That's what they're illustrating. Yeah, I just mean I just mean the circumstances they're in are 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 unique and uh, yeah, and and I think that that distinguishes it from the usual cases where these happen. But there are many cases um, of of coups that um, you know many people afterwards agreed ended up with worse regimes than the original. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I really suspect that that's the road this is going down. Well, that's the risk you take, right? I mean, you know, when the American Revolution happened, they didn't know it was going to work out. That's true. And there were plenty. There were plenty of people who didn't think it was going to work out. How can we fight the British, the biggest empire in the world? Uh, you know, but but they managed to do it. And I think people would today say that was that was the right thing to do. Successful, blah blah blah. Whatever you could say about that. Um, and it could have gone the it could have it could have gone you know the other way we uh, you know we could be Australia right now oh just yeah. kidding, just kidding. <laughs> ouch um, uh, I don't know what that means <laughs> I don't either but if I don't know, have, I don't know we have kangaroos and good surfing I don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but that, no, that's the thing. I think, and I think, and I think it's good that we we sort of disagree about the finer points of what's going on here because I think that's the point. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I guess um um I I I'm not unsympathetic. It's to that to to that idea. It's just that uh uh um I I I just I think I mean, you like, like the characters too much. <laughs> well, that that's part of it. I mean, I do I do think these characters are are. Are are really trying to do what they what they think is the best thing for for everyone. Yeah. And I I don't, you know I, I, and and when you know them, you know that's true, um and and so the rest of the people don't know that. But okay, so uh, but but I wonder. Um, I mean, part of this strategy was taking over the military as well, and and Gato was going to lead it and stuff. But but let's say, uh, you know, let's say they weren't able to do that. I mean, the in the uh in the American revolution that you brought up, I mean, we certainly didn't take over the British army. <laughs> you know, we sort of had to form our own military. Um, and, uh, um, you know, do, do you really think they could pull that off? Like if, if, if they decided, well, screw you, Adama, we're just gonna, we're just gonna weave. And, uh, you know, he just left uh, them yeah. on their own. Do you really think, really think that would be a good move? <laughs> that, well, wait, what do you mean? What would be a good move? Like to, uh, to just abandon the the military uh, completely and and try to go you know defend themselves I guess. Wait, I'm I'm confused about who you're, who are you talking about the people like uh, the people who are Adama loyalists and would be left behind? Or are you talking about the Gata people who would leave? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean like the civilians and the Gata people. Yeah, who who who? Well, see, that's the thing. Gata wasn't necess- he wasn't trying to dismantle the military. He just wanted it under a, a different control that would. He, he know, did. That's what I'm saying. Is I, to, to bring it more more along the lines of the American model, where they would have to just create their own military, and and Galactica just goes off on its own. Uh, uh, I feel like that you know that would be. 
I mean, assuming they weren't able to take over the Galactica and they, they just, they just. I mean, here's the, but this, here's the, this, and this is what I love. Is the, like they, I'm, what I'm saying the, is the I think they need the military. You know, I don't, I don't think they can just sort of disregard it, you know. I, I agree. But and, of course, the military point. is kind of purposeless without them to protect. Yeah, that's the whole point is. Like like the the scene when you know um, you know Data tells all the ship captains to spin up their their FTL drive so they can warp out of there. Uh, you know some of them you know once they heard the president's message you know they basically you know the, the you know people were splitting sides here. Some people kept their engines going. They were ready to jump with Gata. Some people were were ready to stay behind to figure out what was going on here. He decided the people who wanted to stay behind were not with him and he was going to leave the behind. I mean, I think in terms of making this successful and, and doing this the best way for the, the best outcome for the people who want this thing to happen, then that's what you, you need to do. They, yeah. they should have left them behind. And the people who want to stay behind and make their own decisions and have their own that separate fate, that's, that's their choice to make. But when you sort of have one military ship, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's kind of unfair to just take it, you know. And say, all right, well, tough shit, guys. Well, but that's a decision of the ship own. captains, right? I mean, the ship captains should have said, well, if we want the protection of the military, we need to stay with the ship. Yeah. They, but they're saying, I no, agree. we we would rather, you know, not have that. So that's the, that's yeah. their decision. The same way, you know, there were people who didn't want to, I'm sure, didn't want to fight in the American Revolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? And who were, you know, were not going to fight. So it's like, you know, when everyone else is taking up arms. So it's like. Right. Um, that's that. That's the sort of, you know, it's it's that's the, this is the part of sci-fi that I like is when it you know it has this sort of yeah you know, basis in sort of reality and these sort of real moral quandaries yeah and uh, and it gets really gritty and real and uh, yeah and I mean that the, the the sad fact of the matter is when you have large regime change like this. You know, not everyone's going to be on board, and if if people aren't on board on either side, then you know that's someone's going to be left behind. Yeah. You have to. You know, you yeah. can't you can't uh, you can't take the people with you who don't agree with what you're doing. They're only going to cause problems. Right. Doesn't mean you need to kill them. Ada wasn't going to kill them. You know, he was just going to he was just going to leave them. Right. You know, because they obviously didn't want to go with them. Yeah. Know? Um. So that so so that's the thing. I feel like if Gata had run this whole thing and Derek wasn't in here, it would have it would have you know definitely turned out a lot differently. Yeah, um, it sh- because, it would have been better. I'm certain of that. Yeah, um, I wouldn't necessarily. I don't. I wouldn't quite have been happy with that. But it, it uh, that would be that, several points. That that line, you know, when Gata finds out that Derek had all the members of the quorum killed. Um, when he says, you know, you know, now we have to lie. Like before, we had the truth on our side. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was just because that's the whole point is present the argument that Adama and the military conspired with the enemy, which they did. Right. Um, you know, was not looking after the best interest of the people, which is a case you could make. Yeah. Like all of these things are 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 based on the laws and the rules that have these people have established, and it's. And I think it's fair to do because with the right circumstances and the right lawyer, Adama could have been, you know, um, let off the hook for this whole thing. You know what I mean? Like potentially, um, you know, obviously not with Zarek as the judge, as the sole judge, but I mean in a true legal situation, you know, that that's the fair and just way to handle this thing. 
Um, in the same way you would, you know, any present-day military, any present-day organization where you have someone who's not doing uh, the right thing and you need to sort of, you know, reprimand them, uh, you know, like that's that's what you would expect to have happened. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, another another thing that's uh, that that I really enjoy about this this whole plot is is how you know how how leadership is 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 a delicate balance. I mean, you 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 ask people to follow you and and listen to you and and sort of not question your uh, your orders, but but it's but it's always you know somewhat balanced on the idea that they believe that you're you know, uh, that your decisions are, are in general in their, in their best interest. And when they, when they start to think that you're sort of abandoning that, that principle, then, you know, they, they start to not want to listen to you. And you, you, have to, you have to kind of negotiate your leadership with people and, and get them to believe that, that you actually care about what they think. And, and you know, I, I, think, I think Adama really failed to care to try to make a case uh, for 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 the silent technology and and I, I think that, that I think that was a misstep. I I really think he should have instead of just saying no, you're, we're going to have it tough shit. Uh, I I feel like he should have he should have made tried to make a case for it, tried to convince them. Um, I totally agree. I mean, he definitely. I mean, I think people were trying to get him to do that, and he was like, no, I'm Adama, I'm yeah, the leader of this, and that's the whole problem. Is he wasn't he wasn't following the sort of diplomatic laws that were set up, uh, you know, which he really hasn't been the whole time. He, he's been begrudgingly sort of working with them a little bit every now and then. But in large, it's been whatever Dama wants goes. And, and like I said, when does that end? When, when do the people who are elected officials say, we're not going to listen to this leader anymore? You know, the same way as if, you know, you have a president who's doing, you know, something that the, that the, that the, that the Congress doesn't like. You know, how long are are they, you know, going to sit there and take it before they have to say the the fact that he's our our elected leader and and he's running this country uh, doesn't give him the right to to do X Y and Z. Yeah, and you know, and it needs to be stopped, sort of thing. You know, um, because because it's like you know that's the kind of question the show brings up is is you know where is that line between you know doing the right thing and and then you know then now you're not doing the right thing. You know, you you know, and and Adama sort of crossed that line, but you know, basically wanting to protect the people, wanting to look out for the best interests, but sort of veering off course between what the people really want because he's yeah. not connected to them. And also, yeah, not even trying to justify himself. I mean, that I I, I feel like that you know, yeah, a, a, even a token gesture in that direction would have been nice, but he really he really wasn't willing to do that. And I I understand why because I've been following him for the whole show and. Uh, his state of mind at the time was was just really not. Um, it was just like, look, we have to do this. I got, I got, a, I got my own problems. <laughs> but see, that's the whole thing. Is you know, I mean, he had, he had like, uh, you know, Ty had a gun to his head, and he was, he was telling him to pull the trigger like two episodes ago. <laughs> you know, he's, he's on edge, and uh, and so he, he's been a terrible diplomat. And uh, and and I understand that the people don't forgive him for that, but it's hard for me not to. Yeah. You know, because uh, yeah, I mean, as you said, I, I I am too sympathetic to the leaders, and I, and that's one of the things I it, it makes me wonder about. You know, I, I wonder if 
you know, various various political leaders that I might judge, okay, some of them surely not, but if I if I really knew more about where they were coming from, would I find them more sympathetic? You know, would 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 I understand if I if I could really see everything that sort of went on behind the scenes with oh, them? Totally. You know, it makes it makes me wonder that. I mean, in extreme cases certainly not, but in this case, you know, um I I, I definitely I mean I think it's the same situation like with Bush, you know. I mean, this is a clear analogy here. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I I honestly think throughout his presidency, he really did what he thought was the right thing to do, and he did what he thought was best. Yeah. But that's, you know, you know, uh, you know um, narrowly speaking, he, you know, that's just from one man's perspective, which yeah. just isn't always enough when you have a whole nation or a whole group of people whose fates are in your hands. You yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, it makes for good drama on TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's – that's that's um, I, I think – yeah, that that's definitely one of the parallels they're making. And, and, and when you're dealing with, um, you know, these – these these big decisions like this it's it's really not that easy to 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 deal with those and yeah i guess i guess i can't have some sympathy for that um uh if i were actually there um i could i i would probably i would probably be in favor of changing the regime i i i i don't see myself actually going along with what they wanted if i were actually there I, that just doesn't sound right to me <laughs> um but from the outside when i'm not living there Sort of objectively watching the show, I I, I feel a lot of sympathy for uh, for Atama and Roslyn and and yeah, uh, me, yeah, and I just want the people I, to take the goddamn silent technology and shut up. But that's the thing. It's like okay, you take the silent technology, and then what's next? You know, okay, fine, we're moving faster. But then okay, the Cylons think we should go. Uh, settle on this planet or go in this direction, mm-hmm. and so now the government wants us to do that. But we don't think. I mean, at some point, the way things are going, the people have to say enough is enough. And I think teaming up and, and allying themselves with, like I said, you know, the the the, the biggest enemy that the humans have ever had. Um, yeah. It's just you have to stop and say, okay, time out, guys, time out here. Uh, you need to explain yourselves. Uh, you you can't, you know. It's bad enough that the Cylons that were found in the fleet were allowed to stay there and weren't sort of arrested or tried on the spot. Um, and that's the thing. It's, it, it's not it, – and, and that's another sort of area of, of, you know, of a moral quandary is, you know, what do you do with these Cylons who didn't know there were Cylons and all that stuff? And just because you're a Cylon doesn't – you know, I don't think it means you're bad, but it does mean, you know, strictly speaking – you know, you're the enemy, and we need to find out what your, you know, where your allegiance lies. You know, we need to find out, you know, what you're about and, and figure that out and not just say, you're fine to just stay in the fleet and have access to X, Y, Z and, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, I had no idea the show would get to this point. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing. I'm I'm more sympathetic to the Cylons because I know their whole story. You know, we get to spend time well, over there. Yeah. Most of the people have no idea what went on with those Cylons that brought them to that point. Mm-hmm. And and so I mean they might sort of know the outline, but like they don't know what the behind the scenes action was like that we know. And and 
And so, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think the the rebel Cylons are genuine. I mean, I I don't think they're they're gonna like team up with the other ones but all you, of a sudden. I, I agree. I I totally yeah, and I agree. But but I think you on the other the other side of that is you know the Cylons who were found in the fleet. You know, um, we can't say with a hundred percent certainty that they that there aren't they aren't programmed to do something bad. Yeah. We don't really know. They don't know. Yeah. We've seen Cylons be activated before, and we don't know. We just don't know how that works. And I think you have to, you know, uh, you know, err on the side of caution and say, you know, let's secure these people. It doesn't mean, you know, kill them. It doesn't mean arrest them. It just means let's figure out what's going on here and figure out what we want. To, like they did with Sharon. Yeah. You know, like she was a Cylon. They realized, you know, she was fine. They took. They took a leap of faith. The you know one one of those models you know tried to shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Adama? It was Adama. Oh, did shoot Adama. Did shoot him. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like and and they they said you know that they put that behind them and said yeah. fine we'll we'll find well, Athena I guess is is that the yeah I mean Adama of all people I mean he he's he's not a Cylon sympathizer. <laughs> I mean you know. I, I I'm not worried about Adama sort of defecting or anything. If I you know, if well, I'm what's a Cylon sympathizer if he's not a Cylon sympathizer? <laughs> I mean, to the to the extent that he's willing to make an alliance with them, that his best friend in the entire world was a Cylon. <laughs> he found out. Obviously, he was upset, but he moved past it. I mean, Cylon sympathizer should apply to him in some general sense. Yeah. He de- you know what I mean? He's not trying to kill the Cylons, you know, um, at least the ones that are that have defected, you know. Um, so that's the that's the thing. The the I wouldn't. I, I get your point about not wanting to call him that, but I'm and generally speaking, in terms of like what the civilians would say, yes, he's a Cylon sympathizer. Yeah, he yeah. has to be. But I, I guess I just it's it's. Um, uh, you know, from from the various things that that. Uh, uh, that have happened to him, I I, I know he doesn't just in his, just like trust the Cylons. He doesn't sort of follow their way of thinking or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's a sympathizer in the sense that he wants to ally with them and 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 has has a friend who's a Cylon and so on. But you know, I mean, you could convict a few of them of that at this point. Yeah, and maybe you should. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's the point of the show, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy stuff going on. Um, but I think uh, oh, well, I was going to talk about something. Let me see. I loved I loved the the triumphant return march to the uh, to the uh, what is it called uh, the uh, the CIC the CIC yeah 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 um, where right, one of the he just sort of okay. led this led this charge. It just sort of grew and grew, and they just walked yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, basically, I mean, that's the whole. One of the things I love about when you have sort of like a, a mutiny situation is is the, you know the sort of fragile alliances. It's like okay, the people who were you know your enemy, you know, was your ally yesterday, right? And you don't know what, if anything, can make them change back. You know, yeah. and as you, you we saw, you know, the, I, I didn't I didn't catch the guy's name, but there was this this guy who was sort of a tertiary character who who you kind of saw that in a nutshell of his his sort of wavering alliance mm-hmm. throughout the episode. Um, 
When when yeah, uh, Tyrrell comes, um, uh, not Tyrrell. Yeah, Tyrrell. Uh, when he, um, you know, he's he's crawling through the the vents or the ducts or whatever, uh, trying to find a weapon, and you know, he's he's stuck on the ship. You know, he's a Cylon. Um, you know, he 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 meets this guy, this this other soldier guy, who you know they have this little exchange, and uh, you know the the guy basically lets him go. Oh, that's the the line I wanted to talk about is when he said. Uh, you know, he the the guy calls Tyrrell, you know, a, a Cylon, and then Tyrrell says, "Well, what does that make you, dumbass?" You know, uh, and I don't really know what that means. But, I don't know what that meant know, either. I think, I think there's a lot there. I mean, you know, because I think that's a valid question. Whatever whatever it means, it's a valid question. It's like, okay, if I'm a Cylon, then then, then what are you? Cause I, I think they're saying because you know I'm I'm basically human, so like yeah. You know, What's the difference here? Yeah, I guess I guess that was the idea. I thought I was, yeah. I I thought maybe he was alluding to the fact that that he had been around for so long and that he didn't know he was a Cylon or something. But maybe it's your interpretation seems better. That 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 it was just saying, you know, what's the difference? Mhm. That, that's kind of how I took it. Um, yeah. But you saw the sort of you know they had the sort of moment of when they were remembering things before and. You know, this guy is, you know, he's a defector. He's he's with Gata's crew. You know, he wants to take over the ship. He hates the Cylons. And here's this, you know, the former chief, you know, who's, you know, this guy he knew and drank with and all this stuff. And they have this sort of moment. Um, and, and he's like, you know, but damn, this guy's a Cylon, you know. But then he lets him go, mm-hmm. uh, you know, against, you know. He doesn't yeah, want he's, to, he's, he's, he's having an internal him. struggle. He clearly... <laughs> He's he's very conflicted, and yeah, I guess that was that was a little subplot of his sort of turning around. I, I think I think for military people who who are really taught um, blind allegiance, uh, you know, being being under Adama this whole time, him being the the you know uh, ultimate authority figure, uh, I, I I can imagine it being somewhat difficult to turn a, turn on and on a dime. Oh, totally. And oh, I think totally. they really illustrated that. Like in the last episode, when when Adama and Ty are being led away uh, by a couple of guys, uh, they have the guns, and Adama turns around and basically intimidates the guy with the gun. <laughs> I love that scene because he just he has such you know his uh, his projection of authority transcends the circumstances. <laughs> And the guy yeah, is actually he, yeah. scared of Adama, even though he's got the gun. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I just I loved how he was able to use his use his whatever authority he still had to kind of get out of that situation. Yeah, I, I like that scene. I mean in, in Adama's line of, you know, I'm not gonna be let off my ship by a guy like you. I mean, that's sort of like, you know, the, here's the admiral being, you know, uh apprehended by this this, this very low ranked guy. Yeah. I, I just like that whole thing too. But but what, what, this ties into what you said earlier about you know the whole thing about blind allegiance and you know what happens when the person you're following doesn't sort of you know isn't aligned with the reason you're following them you know that's the whole thing is these guys the the thing that made these guys get up out of bed every morning you know was was you know a, you know the fact that you know they hate the Cylons you know the things that make these guys want to go work and do these drills and and you know do all the stuff that it takes to, to stay in this, this military is, you know, they have to, you know, you have to focus on something, and in wartime, it's usually the enemy, you know. And so 
when you you know that's the thing when you saw how many people in in the military defected, mm-hmm. you know because because they were their their mantra was we hate the Cylons. We're fighting yeah, the Cylons. they hate the Cylons <laughs> over oh, override overridden overrided, ugh, over overrode maybe that's it. Uh, you know, must follow Adama. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think both both things were competing, but 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 you know, must fight the Cylons won out. Yeah, I mean, imagine in the middle of World War Two. You know, the president gets you know calls the mili- American military and says, "Yeah, you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna ally with the uh, with the enemy here." Right. So yeah, <laughs> like so I, I, I said this off the podcast, so I'll just point out. I think this is more like. Um, you know, some some sub uh, province or something of Germany defects and and wants to join us. You know, and I and I think in the, under those circumstances, um, people might have questions, but it's certainly not completely ridiculous that you know there would there would be some some internal thing where where part of the Axis wants to join us and we we allow that to happen. You know, I think that's I think that's something that you know people should be open to. Yeah, but I mean, from the perspective of of the people, I mean, yeah, and I I don't think in the in the same situation, you'd have you know Americans or or what have you, you'd have the other side thinking the same thing. Like, even if it's just uh, uh you know some part of Germany or some German citizens who wanted to you know who want to come over, it's still the enemy. You know what I mean? Until and that's the the whole problem is that's what they're thinking because no one is 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 taking the time to to explain yeah. anything different. Yeah, that's that's another that's another thing that that really was a political failure um uh on on Adama's part and Rosalind's part. I mean Rosalind is sort well, of I mean Rosalind, yeah, Rosalind, you know, just totally you know, disregarded her responsibilities as president. She's just been in a death spiral the last couple of episodes, just kind of withering away and and giving up on trying to be a good president. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. <laughs> well, because she, yeah, she thought she failed. I mean, she thought getting to Earth was, a, you know, yeah, it, it turning out to be bad was a failure. Uh, yeah, it was totally understandable, but it was just a terrible political move. When uh, when she finds out that, you know, which it doesn't turn out to be true, but she finds out that uh, Adam is dead, and mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's talking to the, you know, I think I, I think everyone in the fleet can probably hear her on that radio channel. But she's telling the, the the guys in Galactica who took it over, "I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you all." That that scene, man. I mean, she that was, you know, she can she's done, man. Mary McDonald, she's done, dude. That was awesome. I, that I, was an amazing I, scene. I agree. That was an amazing scene. That blew me away. And it's like, you know, she she's she's basically a death door. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know that. She means it. That, yeah. Like if it came down to it, she she was going she was going to rip that ship apart. <laughs> yeah. by these. Um, and, and the, the ability to get at the, the level of emotion and drama that's going on here is 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 super high, and and it's very rare when a show can get to this this level. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said before, based on everything that's that's happened and it's built up to this point, but but like that scene when she said, I just couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it she's was been, she's been pretty good this season in general. I yeah, uh, early in the show she was okay, and sort of gradually over time she won me over. And uh, mm-hmm. at this point, yeah, I, that was that was uh, a <laughs> that was that was a great a great thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, the way she said those things was just. Uh, I got. I don't know. How, if I had to say those lines, I don't think I'd be able to pull off that tone of voice. Yeah, no, it was great. And that's to me. That's what's been the most interesting thing about the this. You know what's been happening this season is. I want both sides to win. I mm-hmm. think both sides have have uh, have a case. Uh, and I, I and I, I feel stuck in the middle. I feel like my parents are arguing and they want a divorce. And it's like I don't know who to go live with, you know. Um, but it's uh, and, and that's 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 pretty yeah. Uh, that's pretty a unique situation because usually you can you know sort of side with with one or the other very easily. Right, and I guess uh, to, I, to extend the analogy to my case, I'm going with mommy because daddy was at work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's mommy and daddy in this situation. I guess. Uh, I guess I would think Daddy would be a Dama. Yeah, but, no, uh, Mo- mommy is um, mommy is a Dama, and mommy and Rosalind, and Daddy is like the civilians. Okay. And the work all the time is the fact that we really just don't know them, and so mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to sympathize with this like amorphous blob oh, of people. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just one of those things about about humans. It's it's hard to it's hard to have any feelings about great numbers of people. Um, you know, I, I I've actually heard military people say it's easier to sort of kill a lot of people from far away than to sort of kill one person well, yeah. up close. That makes sense, you know, because you don't have to make that connection and deal with it. Yeah, exactly, and that's just yeah, or even to torture someone or something is sort of worse than than to just like drop a bomb sort of anonymously, mm-hmm. you know, and and so um, uh, yeah, that that's I think that's what's going on there. Like I just know these characters um, so much better. Uh, and and the civilians are just like whatever, deal with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, see, but that's the thing. I I you know, yeah, I feel like deal with it too. But I but they 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 I feel like I know the character, the main characters better. But I feel like they're less right. <laughs> I feel like the civilians are more right, but mm-hmm. I know them less, so it kind of evens out. Ah, I see. You know, I see. It kind of. So I, I I feel that's like I'm I'm just like stuck in the middle between these two. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's it, it's interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We should wrap up this podcast. Though. We, we should. We should. Um. Um. There's a, there's there's that there's tons more to talk about actually. There's there's a lot of really fucking great scenes. Yeah. Um. Uh. What did you think about that that little scene with Baltar and Gaeta at the end? That was awesome. I, I I thought that was a pretty cool scene. I don't really know what they were doing with that. It seemed kind of an odd thing to put in there. Um, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was like, hey, Gate is a great character. Here's another scene to make him even better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the ending here. Yeah. So so after. Um, you know, things don't really work out. Uh, Zarek go basically becomes a loose cannon. Uh, Adama, uh, you know, the, the awesome scene where he he uh, is sort of uh, rescued by Lee and um, and Starbuck, and they get more people on their side, and they 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 do this sort of march towards the um, uh, back to the CIC. You know, gathering people as they go along because that's the thing in this situation. You know, 
there's a, there's a certain amount of self-preservation here, and even the people who mm-hmm. were sort of mutineers realize, you know, when when their case is gone. The tide has turned. The tide has turned. You either fall in line or you get shot. Yeah. I think, you know, you, and some of them might fall in line and get shot later. Right. Uh, because Adama vowed to not forget this. He did. Um, and, and I think that's really going to be the other test, too, is how, how, how big of a man is he mm-hmm. to realize that it was his own actions and faults that made people do this. And and to and I hope that he is able to say what you guys did was absolutely wrong, you know, from his perspective. Yeah. But he understands why they did it and he's yeah. able to, you know, for the for the majority of them to, you know, let bygones be got bygones and move on. Because after all, there's only a certain amount of these humans here. I agree. You know, I, I, I that's more, what I would like he, him to do. Yeah. And if he if he manages to do that, I think he will sort of transcend, uh, you know, the, the state that he's been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but this scene with Baltar and Gaeta at the end, I, I think it was sort of a, this is Gaeta's farewell the last council. You yeah. Know, this is, his, you know, he's going to be killed later. They're giving him this opportunity to, uh, you know, to to talk to Baltar, who's someone who can probably understand him on a certain, you know, a different level than other people could. Um, but yeah, you got to you got to hear this Gaeta's sort of little story here about you know what what made him who he is, and you yeah. never really knew. No, uh, you ne- you didn't know what his childhood was like, and and all these other little things. Uh, and that line that he said, you know, I found science and I was good at it, you know, and like just that idea of of doing this thing because he's really good at it, you know, like that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then he said, you know. I was good at it until, you know, until you came around, Baltar, who's like this, you know, incredible scientific genius. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but um, but Gaeta, the whole thing, with the, and, and, you know, he's got his leg shut off. So he's got this sort of stump that keeps itching. And all throughout the last couple episodes, you know, he's been, he's been dealing with it, and he's always taken the, um, the prosthetic leg off to, to scratch at it and do all this crap. Um, you know, you, and I, didn't, I didn't think that was going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't but, either. Uh, I couldn't imagine then, what they were doing with that. Yeah. So, so you have this scene that he's talking to, to Baltar, and he basically, and then he says, you know, he he's fine with the way things turned out, and that's that's what I like about Gaeta is that you know he's 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 got this sort of strange logic about him that you know, um, and and he realizes that, that this is fine the way things turned out. He tried to do what he thought was right. Other elements got into play, and it turned out not the way he originally wanted, yeah. but the way that it should go at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he made peace with that, and I think that's awesome. I think that's that's pretty awesome to have a character like that um, yeah, because he doesn't lose. You know, that was my thing. Like I said before, um, you know, part of the reason I was rooting for Gata with this, this takeover is because I just want to see how far he can go. How smart is this guy? Mm-hmm. You know, how, 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 how keen is his mind that he can pull this thing off? Um, and, and, he, and he pulls it off, um, but, but he, you know, he doesn't win in the end, but he doesn't lose either, you know. And I think that was, that, that was, that was, that was kind of nice. Is that I, I don't think he felt like he lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I think I think it makes it, you know, you know, it's nice because he's he's gonna die, so you don't want him to be regretful and have to die. Right. So it's nice that he is at peace with everything and can die in peace. You know. 
Yeah. Uh, and and you know, and own up to what he's done, you know. Uh, and it, yeah, Gita, one of the best characters I've seen in in like forever. I can't believe this guy. I can't believe what they did with this character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so we have the last scene where uh, he and Zarek are in front of the firing squad. Uh, they're about to be put to death for treason and mutiny and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they kind of just exchange looks. <laughs> and and did Garrick, Zarek, I keep wanting to say Garrick from fucking Next Generation. Oh, uh, yeah, they say nine, yeah. I keep wanting to say I Garrick. forgot, that Garrick was kind of like this one. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's Zarek versus Garrick. Um, so Zarek, who's on this show, um, I don't think he even says anything to Gator, does he? I don't think so. I think he just looks at they just, him. They just sort of look, and I, and I, and I, you know, Zarek, you know, what is Zarek thinking? Like, you know, he's he's about to die because the guy sitting next to him, you know, didn't sort of have the mm-hmm. whatever the word is the to, um. To, to really go all the way. <laughs> right. You know, um, to go all the way with the plan, and which was which is why the plan kind of failed. You yeah. Know? If they would have killed um, Adam in the beginning, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know? um, so, you know, his fate was sealed because Gata was just not willing to go that far. So I, I love yeah. the fact that they have this, thing, this little exchange. And then right before Gata is killed, uh, he, 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 he realizes his, his uh his stump uh stops itching, and then boom into the show. That's it. And that that was great. It was like this uh this little moment of of something, some sort of clarity or something that that he's found. Uh, yeah. Right before he dies. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's I guess that's what that seemed like. Yeah. Like his. Yeah. Or you know something nagging at him, or something conflict, you know. or something. Yeah. 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 That was. Um, I I, I had kind of hoped that you know that they wouldn't be killed. Uh, I was a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed that they were. Um, it was appropriate, but uh, uh, I don't know. Just like like I said earlier, I I I, I wanted Adama to be more conciliatory than than the. Uh, than the mutineers were to sort of prove them wrong. Yeah, I thought when Adama said he wasn't going to forget that. That's the thing. Like I, 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 I don't mind that they were killed. You know, I feel like Gata's character is sort of better because he died. No, I, plot day. wise, it was better. Just in terms of what I wanted yeah. Adama to do. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of figured Adama was going to have to kill him because. Um, you know, sticking to his own convention, uh, conventions, yeah. um, he just, he sort of had to. Uh, this is a guy who took over his shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it would have been nice for him to sort of come to some sort of realization uh, that, uh, you know, you know why Gator was doing it and sort of maybe say, oh, okay, I will, you know, I will let you off the hook in some sort of way and not actually kill you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no. But no. <laughs> it was a good scene, though, so... Yeah, uh, that that made it worth it. Definitely, definitely one of the better deaths on the show. Oh, totally. If not the best death, I guess I can't think of a better one at the moment. Um, I can't either. Um, I 
the the scene before this with uh, Baltar and Gaeta, I think it also I think it also helps clear up a little bit about the Baltar situation too. Yeah, because uh, he got to talk about um, you know what what was going on with him and all the people and all that stuff. Um, so that was kind of nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh uh it it's I I I'm glad they finally did that. I I was getting really tired of of uh you know Baltar the guru or whatever he's become. Uh yeah. Baltar the messiah. Um uh and uh it's nice to hear him sort of say explicitly where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so that now I actually now I actually believe him again. <laughs> yeah, I just I really didn't buy what it looked like he was doing. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm yeah, I'm not sad. I'm still not satisfied with that whole series of plot lines because I feel like you know what, I, it seems like the point that he says was they they were just there to make him feel better, not that that ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um. But it just seemed it seemed like a lot, you know. It seemed like a lot to go through uh, and to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I don't know. I yeah. I'm I'm still not I'm I'm still not happy with how that that all worked out. That that whole series of times when he was with those people, it just. It oh, I'm not weird. happy with it either. Uh, yeah. I think it's a bad plot line. But just yeah. in terms of where he's coming from on that, whether he's really believing what he's saying or not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I agree. I, I, I think it helped, you know, with the stuff that he said in the scene too. I, I'm just, I, I, I want to hope that somehow they're gonna make all that crap seem like it was worthwhile. But I just, it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to just cut and run and move on. But if they can make it pay off, that'd be nice. Yeah. Because uh, it did really seem like a waste of time. You know, because if, if, if. I mean, I mean, if the whole thing is was to make him feel better, and and the idea is he's got this sort of incessant need to want to feel better, then okay, fine. But that's not the sense I got from his character, you know, that he was, you know, I mean, not not that that was all that, you know, that he was about or anything like that, you know, this sort of comfort element or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my thing. It's like, uh, if they need, to, I don't know, they need, they need to, they need something else for me to. Be at peace with that whole storyline, mm-hmm. you know. But it definitely is nice for him to say what, where he was sort of coming from with that whole thing. Yeah, uh, and I guess he just had nothing better to do, really. Apparently. Um, so. Uh, yeah, he's been the opposite of Rosalind for me. I I, I loved him early in the series, uh, and and gradually disliked him more and more. <laughs> Uh, com- coming to a sort of apex with the most recent plot line, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah, just I I never I didn't buy it I didn't I didn't like it uh, it's just uh. <laughs> yeah, but at the very least, if they're gonna have it, I'd like it to be consistent with the character I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I. Yeah, the thing about making him feel whatever, I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't really buy that either. But um, I guess I guess I buy that more than true spiritual conversion, and and like really believing he was speaking the word of God or whatever. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, Ugh, that plot line. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never so, speak right. again. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that should that should do it for this uh, BSG podcast. Um, a lot of great stuff. I'm actually, you know, hopefully very soon, maybe tonight, I'm going to go back and watch these last two episodes again because I think they're awesome. Um, get some more great drama out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how the uh, show ends up. Yeah, I don't there's, know. Uh, uh, there's way more to go. There's there's definitely more stuff to deal with, uh, and this plot kind of took over. So, yeah, I guess I guess now we can sort of get back to the bigger plot lines um and uh i have no idea where the show's going um uh so i guess we'll see they're not going to earth right no i don't think so although there are well, people out there who think that they didn't really find earth and that was like a fake earth and and now they'll find a real one or something like that funny cause i was just gonna say what they need to do is get to the island and they can go time travel and go back to when Earth was, you know, there you was, go. Uh, pristine and livable. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. They found the fake Earth. It's like the fake wreckage. So um, there's a there's a real there's a real uh, real wreckage out there. I guess that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, analogy over. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. Um, Sorry. All right. Well, we don't really have a sign off for this. No, we don't. Um, but I I I I I want to say RIP Gata. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really I really he just it just came out of nowhere. I mean, just came out of nowhere that character and the stuff that he was up to. Um, and I I I thank them for that. It's very rare when when something like that happens. Um, very yeah. rare. Yeah. Um, I was pretty sure he was just gonna sit there and and uh uh take and stuff. take orders and relay messages for the rest of the show and scratch his stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Uh mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't think he would have this much to do um or really, you know, get to be uh you know, so so much better developed. There's also the webisodes that are about him. Um Yeah, that definitely helped. I mean that was a huge yeah. was a huge addition to what was going on with this character. Um yeah, definitely. yeah, he was just so he was just so sort of sort of you know logical, but sort of in a dark way, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's it was pretty interesting, and and the whole the whole physicality of him with with the missing leg, I think, really added to it too, because he was just sort of, I don't know, just it was just just just, just strange character. Yeah. So it sort of reminds me of. Um, uh, Dr. Schreiber from Dark City, played by um, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit in that, that sort of weird sort of, you know, because he had this limp and he was, yeah. you know, he was sort of this sort of really sort of smart guy, but sort of dark and mm-hmm. that, that that whole sort of thing. Gata kind of reminded me of that. Um, but uh, I guess I like characters like that. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't... Uh... I, I guess I guess I can see that. That's kind of a weird comparison. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, there's there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, yeah. That Kiefer Sutherland character is really, uh, <laughs> man. Because cause he's just trying to do the right thing, you know. But but he's you know sort of in this situation. I don't know. But uh, great stuff. Uh, 
BSG. Watch it. Um, yeah, check it out. Friday. So, are we gonna are we gonna do this again or? Uh... Yeah, let's uh, let's end this baby and uh, start the Lost Lowdown. All right, so we'll see you over at Lost. Yes. Next topic: Lost. <laughs> we'll meet. We'll meet you at the island. Meet you at the island. Go. <laughs> if you first, you got to know when it is. <laughs> you got to find out where it is. It's all on your Evite. <laughs> yeah, get the Evite. All right. So, all right, well, uh, over and out. I don't know over what to out. say. Bye.